Uh, intrinsic eight rituals. What's your favorite holiday movie? And do you Is consider it not it intricate? Die Hard? Oh, <laughs> intricate. <laughs> it's been a day. I'm very dead today. I'm very dead today. <laughs> really I've been very dead for the past month. Broadcast. Broadcast. Broadcast podcast. Sam Chang. I'm here for her takedowns of fools. Georgia Twist. I had a moment where I thought that's not his name. I'm going to redo that. Danielle Huntley. Fuck you, Sam Vanessa Yang. Jing. Vanessa's entire purpose to make me feel old. Expert wag reporter Mallory. I don't like to be bamboozled. Oh my god, I'm a breakaway. Vic actually just got the sweatshirt that says Mock Girl Summer. Hello and welcome to the Broadscast. Thanks for joining us, your local hockey girl gang, to talk hockey, sports culture, and whatever else is going on in our brains this week. This is our holiday mailbag episode. Holiday themed, but we're also going to talk about anything you guys sent us. So without further ado, our first question comes from friend of the pod, Sushi Sans. She asks, which athlete, any sport, would you want to go holiday gift shopping with? Lewis Hamilton. And I want him to pay, but... He seems like a good gift giver. Everything's going to be like Tommy Hilfiger probably, but that's what I want. We're going to go to Harrods. It's going to be great. I love that for you. Um, I'm going to say Leon Dreisaitl because I love German Christmas markets. <laughs> so <laughs> Leon, call me. Um, I want to go with Sue Bird because she has a really sick style and she has amazing kicks as well. So that'd be fun just to go sneaker shopping with her and hit up at the Nike store with Sue Bird. And she can bring Megan Rapinoe too. I would go shopping with David Beckham. For like very obvious and self-explanatory reasons. <laughs> I would go with Eric Goodbranson because apparently he's an outdoor guy. He did Garibaldi right before his first season started here. Him or Jimmy Butler. And we would just go do more hikes. Jimmy Butler spares no expense at outdoor shops. <laughs> yeah, he went to Mech and he got like a 65 liter backpack, just threw a bunch of stuff for like a two hour hike. Next question is from Jenna Fabulous. She asks, Canucks are hosting a team dinner potluck style. Who's bringing what and why? Um, Quinn Hughes is just going to bring mashed potatoes because they're basic, easy, and simple, and I really don't think he can do anything else besides mashed potatoes, and they're going to be the most basic and bland mashed potatoes ever. Like, I doubt he's even going to sprinkle a little pepper in there or anything like that. He probably doesn't know to add butter either. There's going to be, like, mashed potatoes. Like, that's it. Nothing else added. <laughs> George is just losing it. Oh, I just remember... <laughs> Did you see Airside Menace going after Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby for trying to ban paprika from the Shattuck cafeteria? <laughs> and I just remembered that. Oh my god. Oh, so good. <clears throat> I'm okay. Are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, I don't even know, like, who would what else is there to bring? I'm, like, thinking that, like, okay. I'm thinking that Brock is going to bring, like, a very... I'm trying to come up with, like, the most, like, Midwestern gross food. I don't know, like, a Jello salad, maybe. Oh. Um, mashed potato casserole that is just, like, all 
um, like the sweet potato one, sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows no longer is like a side dish, but you're claiming it is. And this one actually has like a bunch of like really weird stuff. Like they kind of, they will deep fry like anything. Like the Minnesota State Fair, I know like goes hard. Maybe they deep fry the turkey then. Yeah. Oh no, that was Thanksgiving in Gilmore Girls. There's like a tater tot casserole that I think is like big in the upper Midwest. That's what he's bringing. This is gonna sound terrible, but I like I'm struggling because I can't remember who's on the team. <laughs> Me too. I'm literally like, wait, who's on the team? <laughs> I'm like, all I can think of is Petey Quinn and Brock. <laughs> Neil's Hoglander. I'm crying. Neil's Hoglander will bring something um, Swedish. Meatball <laughs> roast. You know those like big pig things? Mmm. On a skewer? That's what he's bringing. Oh, I think. Fish at Christmas. Like some really weird Ooh. fish dish. Oh! Like... Oh! Mikey DiPietro. Feast of the Seven Fishes. He'll show up with Okay, that. here's the thing. I don't believe that any of these men know how to cook. So, I think that it's just Danny, Danny's response, but on every single person. Yeah. I think, I think Bo Horvat would bring, like, the turkey or the ham or whatever. It would be very true. They're having. Yeah. And Someone... stovetop stuffing. You know it's stovetop stuffing. Oh, it's, stuffing. yeah. Someone will show I think that, okay, here's, Pedersen's, like, bringing something that he, like, clearly bought, like, catered from somewhere and, like, will not admit that he did not make it. He's dumping it in his own Tupperware for sure. Mm -hmm. Or just shamelessly also just being like, no, I didn't make this. You expect me to make something? No. (laughs) To answer your question, Jenna, we don't know what they bring. (laughs) Probably shit stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is that I don't want to eat there. It sounds bad. (laughs) Or they just pay someone to cater it. Probably the Canucks fucking chef. No, they would get Elisa. I was just going to say that. (laughs) They would just go to Lisa. Yeah. And have steaks. Hey, Andy Lau asks, what's the best and worst Christmas time gift you've received? The worst Christmas gift I've ever received. <laughs> Sam's <laughs> ready. It's <laughs> so bad. My last boyfriend before Jeff had like clearly just forgotten to get a gift because he was normally really, like he normally got me really good gifts. And for Christmas, it was like, it was like bubble bath, but not like, not even like body shop bubble bath. It was like the kind that you get like in a pump from like London Drugs and um, a like neck massage thing. But like clearly he had just gone to London Drugs. Like it was very obvious from the gift that he had gone to the <laughs> drugstore and like A plus for thoughts on like, oh, it's like a relaxation thing. But it was like very, clearly very last minute. Oh, wait, I do have an answer. Last year, um, we had, like, a secret Santa at work, and then the person who was my secret Santa, who was supposed to get me a gift, got fired in the middle of the thing, so I never got the present. And I figured out who it was, because I was like, he got fired and left, so I didn't get a present at all. 
I used to get a lot of pink stuff as a kid and pink is my least favorite color. So I used to always hate getting like pink, like sports apparel stuff. And yeah, I get a lot of that. I'm trying to think, nothing comes to mind for like worst gift. I, I did get a bunch of the kind of gifts where like you'd ask your parents for something and they'd get you like this slightly off brand version of what you wanted. And you're just like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I actually have a worse, better, like a better, worse gift, which is that my sister once, she got me like other things, but she wrapped and gave to me a pair of earrings that I had left at her house. Oh my God. The actual worst gift I ever got was the funniest. My youngest sister, me and my sisters all do a sister draw and then whatever name you get, you just buy that one sister a present. And my youngest sister got me and she was young at the time. So my mom bought her a Starbucks card to give me, except she used like pretty much all of it until there was like, just like $3 left. So like I went to use it and it like didn't work to cover like a drink. And I was like, what the hell? I was going to say, if you were doing that this year, you should just get her, you should give her the lipstick that she used on the year. <laughs> I still have it. Um, um, my best gift was an Alex Burroughs jersey. That was my best gift. Mine was, I don't know what, how old it was, but it was the gold Zelda edition Nintendo DS. Ooh. Yeah, that was a good one. Mine was a trip to Mexico for my dad. He took like the whole family. Nice. Yes. That's one. I don't think anything will beat that either ever. Mine were tickets to the 2006 World Juniors for my dad. Uh, my grandpa built me a dollhouse when I was little and gave it to me on Christmas, which is nice. Oh. What's the best gift you've given? I think I'm a good gift giver, so I don't know. But that's just because I, like, will buy something, like, and just, like, hoard it, essentially. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I bought my dad tickets to see the Toronto Maple Leafs. Canucks play the Maple Leafs. Lower Bowl, three rows up. It was the most expensive thing I've ever bought in my life. Actually, that's a lie. My laptop's probably more expensive. But it was a big thank you for, like, paying for basically everything and when my car makes noises <laughs> at help <laughs> so that's probably the best gift i've ever given i don't think he liked it but i thought it was nice <laughs> my dad doesn't like public spaces <laughs> i really don't know i feel like yeah. nothing sticks out that's the same thing i've given people lots of things they like i think i'm really good at giving thoughtful gifts but like, I don't know. Um, About like ultimate being like, this is the best gift ever. That's also not yeah. going to be. I'm much better at giving like birthday gifts than Christmas gifts. I find Christmas very overwhelming. Like there's too many people that I have to think about. It's yeah, I really like giving gifts just like randomly. But the <laughs> um, like stakes, I guess, of either birthday or Christmas. We don't even you can't, do like have as much time to shop around. We don't even do Christmas gifts anymore. We just do stockings. <clears throat> like with Izzy's family, we don't do Christmas gifts. Me and Izzy don't do Christmas gifts. And with my family, we just do stockings. And it's just much easier. And you know, that's when I get my toothbrush. My you mascara. use a toothbrush for a full year? No. 
I get, but I always get one in my stocking. I get one every time I go to the dentist. I did ask for an electric toothbrush this Christmas. Oh, I asked for a humidifier. <laughs> so I guess like both of us are like, Old. mom's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I would like a humidifier. Yeah. Um, totally unrelated, I- but I'm fully just eating a cake. Ooh. I noticed. I didn't know if we should comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I'm jealous. Okay. okay, next question is from Stan Smeal Stan. Which player would you most like to see a What I Got for Christmas haul video from? Ooh, Adam Gaudet. I want to see what Michaela got Adam for sure. Does it have to be like a Canuck? Like, I want it to be someone like, I think like PK Subban. Like, I'm sure Lindsay oh, Vaughn yeah. goes hard. Oh, yeah. And like, they both seem like they generally have gift giving as their love language and are like, also have the money to back it up. I was going to say TJ Oshie, but I feel like Lauren Oshie does that on her Instagram anyway, so I'm not going to ask for that. Um, I would say there's so many options. Um, I want to see what Jake Bertanen gets for Christmas. I wonder what, Ste- <laughs> wonder what Stefan's buying him other than like a fucking 40 of Jägermeister. And a it's- portrait of a <laughs> desert skull. <laughs> Gift card to the dealership. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true. I don't have an answer for this one. We don't really like like hate watching what people get for Christmas. Yes. Yeah. I just want to know if any of the wags are going to use their own pyramid schemes to buy their husband's stuff. Well, most of it's like that, like makeup one. So. Not many of them are in something where they can, like, pivot it, you know? That's true. Maybe if they were in essential oils or CBD. I wonder how many are going to have, like, would have, like, sponsored Christmas haul stuff. They're like, yeah. oh, look at this. What if, if we were in this season right now, there would be, like, a wag secret Santa, and they would just, it, it would exclusively be just, like, a beauty counter party. That would be so funny. Like, a Tupperware party, but, but it's just this, like, the current yeah. wag pyramid scheme of joy. Okay, my favorite thing ever is still the time that Troy Stetcher's girlfriend posted a photo of her beauty counter stuff, but in the background, you could clearly see it was all Dr. Barbara Sturm products, and I was like, you clearly don't use beauty counter. I enjoy that. Very true. It's very true. We see through your pyramid schemes. Okay. Uh, Intrinsic eight rituals and Anna Forsyth, their questions are related, but intrinsic Rituals asks, what's your favorite holiday movie and do you Is consider not intricate? Die Hard? Oh. <laughs> intricate. <laughs> it's been a day. I'm very dead today. I'm very dead today. <laughs> really I've like been it. very dead for the past month. Um, intricate. <laughs> intric. Intric rituals? Intricate? No. It's intric. like a Barbara Kruger no. truism. In- intric. I don't fucking know. Continue. Ask the question. <laughs> okay. Intric rituals. What's your favorite holiday movie? And do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Sure. I've never seen it Die can Hard. Be. I also think that Elf no. is bad. I want to stand by the fact that I do not like Elf. But yeah, that's the answers either. are The Charlie Brown Christmas, Bangs, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, great film. And there was a third one that I really like. Mostly just those two are really good. The Grinch. Have you, have you seen the thing about Jim Carrey talking about 
how he had to go through CIA operative training to be able to wear the Grinch costume. Oh, not was, why? Because he had to be in eight hours of makeup every day, and he was like suffocated in yak fur that he started to have a breakdown. After the first time he did it, he had like a breakdown, and Ron Howard brought someone in who was specially trained to For, like torture CIA operatives how to withstand torture. And so what he told, what the guy told him to do is like, you constantly, like you punch yourself or you pinch yourself, you smoke as much as you can. So he apparently just sat on set with like a long cigarette, <laughs> smoking, chain smoking. Couldn't they the just like CGI time. it? No. Couldn't they change? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's so stupid. Um, the movies that I watch every year are It's a Wonderful Life. The Grinch, but the um, animated version. The animated one? Yeah, because I've been watching that for as long as I can remember. Um, the Holiday. Oh, yeah. The Holiday was my third one. That's what it was. Jude Law is perfect in every way. And also Kate Winslet is an icon. Um, and then I watch Love Actually. I do not um, like Love Actually. There's parts of it that I understand now are concerning <laughs> when I was it's younger. I was like, long. it's romantic. Yeah, but there's parts I like. I love I love uh Hugh Grant in it and The thing is that the movie's like a Nolan film length. Yeah, that's fair. But they like, really could have cut like multiple storylines. What I do mainly at Christmas, like when I'm wrapping gifts or like whatever, is I put on all the holiday episodes from the office. <laughs> that's I like that the best. Oh, I actually almost every single year watch the Festivus episode of Seinfeld. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I watched Jingle All the Way last night. And that's oh. the first holiday movie I've watched this year. And probably the last one, if we're being honest. I might watch Home Alone. But um, yeah, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, like, loves Christmas in an insane kind of way like insane like it's it he loves it to the point that I now hate Christmas because it's obnoxious and so we have watched so far I think we are on our 34th Christmas movie because that is all he will watch for a month so having said that the holiday for sure is I think my favorite I will hate watch the Family Stone, because I think the first 80% of The Family Stone is horrifically awkward. And you just, like, I literally sit there and yell at the TV because I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then, like, the last 20% of it is really funny. Every year, I start Four Christmases thinking I like it. And by the time I'm 30 minutes in, I'm like, I fucking hate this movie and I don't know why we're watching it. And then the ones that I actually really like are Klaus, which is, like, the animated, it's, like, an animated cartoon about how this guy like turns into Santa Claus and I also really like Arthur Christmas oh um who's watched happiest season was it good it, it was just a standard like lifetime hallmark oh one like it was fine mm. yeah okay. it was enjoyable yeah that, Dan Levy was good Dan yeah was I mean Dan like Levy. it was just like a normal standard Christmas movie I saw someone get into the argument that she should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza or something. It's literally, okay, this is, like, going to, like, sound mean, so 
it's really I don't know why I need to like preface that because everything I say on the show like could be prefaced with that <laughs> but the reason that people had a problem with it was because Aubrey Plaza was a lot hotter than the like main love interest and I think that uh... all of like everyone was very up in arms about like Kristen Stewart's actions because the main love interest wasn't that hot and so they were like uh, how'd okay. you do this gotcha because but the main love interest went to she's from vancouver and she went to collingwood with thomas Drance. that's so funny she's the um she's the girl from the sam junipero episode oh she's in um what she's if. also in the martian which I yeah. really love that movie. Me what too. if? It's like so good. The F word, whatever it's called. I don't know. They kept changing it. What? I don't know. The F word, it has Daniel Radcliffe and Adam Driver as best friends, which is so funny because Daniel Radcliffe is like 5'2. Adam Driver's like 6'5. Ask Jeff what his favorite Christmas movie is. Jeff, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Christmas Vacation. Oh, that is such a good one. Fuck. <laughs> that is a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> that is a very good one. I watch that every year too. Also starring Seinfeld. Seinfeld's own Julie Louis Dreyfus. Oh yeah. As the crazy neighbor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Margot. <laughs> Shut up, Todd. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Anna Forsyth asks, what's your favorite non-holiday holiday movie? What does that mean? Like a movie we watch regularly oh. for holidays that's not a holiday movie? Oh, Sound of Music. Every year my mom made us watch it. The Princess Bride. Oh, love it so much. Um, it, this year it's been Face Off and I watch that annually. Mm. I love like really weird 90s movies. And, like, me and my boyfriend have been watching, like, random movies from, like, 1997. So we watched, like, Anaconda <laughs> with J-Lo and Ice Cube <laughs> and Con Air <laughs> with, like, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and they've just been, like, amazingly horrible movies. And, like, just, like, how did they get made? Like, they're just so, like, the dialogue, like, the plot, everything is just insane. But they're so enjoyable. I don't think we answered the question of whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I Sure, I think it can be. I don't care. It's kind of like in the sense of like stuff happens around Christmas, so that's fine. It's like me claiming that every single movie in which someone wears a hockey jersey is a hockey movie. It's like, oh, so Ferris Bueller is a hockey movie? Really, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a hockey movie. It's fair. Um, I saw someone tweet about how Die Hard is actually a Hanukkah movie. Made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I mute the words, the phrase die hard. I just think it's like a pointless argument. It's like, why does it, it doesn't matter. If you want to say it is, go for it. Exactly. I agree with Mel. I have never seen die hard. You've never seen die hard? (laughs) No. Probably came out before she was born. Uh, Well, yeah, like everything came out before she was born. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) When did it come out? Probably around. I only know it. I only uh, know no, it because it came out in '88. It came oh, out in '88. That's before. Yes, I was born. Do you know how young Alan Rickman was? Yeah. 
Well, how many, what, how many are there? Five? I think more I think than that. Six. Now. You know what I think is actually a Christmas movie? Rocky. Rocky's a Christmas movie. That's like my favorite non-holiday holiday movie. There's just some scenes in the snow, so I think it's a Christmas movie. Actually, a good Christmas movie to watch, I watched it recently, is The Shop Around the Corner. It has Jimmy Stewart. It's what um, You've Got Mail is based off of. But it's very good, and it takes place around Christmas. I love You've Got Mail. I love it. It's so good. It's so dated, though. (laughs) I think they made us watch that in high school. I don't remember why. But I have seen it, and I thought it was the most boring movie ever. You've Got Mail? I think it was in high school. Why would you watch why. You I don't remember. in high school? I don't remember. I actually do have a question, which All is like one of- was Jesus of Nazareth. This is a uh, question that is was submitted by Mallory um, at Sports Lesbian, um, which is, what movie did you watch in high school, which was like, in a class as if it was part of the curriculum and it has absolutely nothing to do with anything? We got all the stupid Catholic movies. <laughs> yeah. We watched the, we the watch Passion of the Christ every watched, year. We watched The Blind Side in my health class. Why? For like multiple days. Oh. We had like, we probably spent more time watching The Blind Side than we did on like sex ed. I have one. Grade eight social studies. Learning about world cultures. We watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But <laughs> what we did is we employed an immaculate plan where someone would distract our social studies teacher, someone else, G.I. Joe crawls up to the TV, rewinds it without her knowing. We watched that thing for fucking two weeks, guys. <laughs> and she was none the wiser. She was a little loopy. But we, we stretched it out for two weeks. We watched Project Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It was the best thing. I forgot about that. We watched Dead Man Walking in religion. We were learning about like the death penalty, right? And <laughs> I think I also watched Dead Man Walking. Yeah. We watched Indiana Jones, The Last I think so. Crusade. Crusade. Because at the end, it's all about like, you kneel before God and like, you take the leap of faith. And it was supposed to be our like, you go out into the world and you've taken the leap of faith. I don't know, it's dumb. We also watched Pinocchio because of the conscience and yeah. Um, we watched, oh my God, this is the best. My social studies eight teacher loved Daniel Day-Lewis, loved Mel Gibson. So like we watched, obviously we watched The Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> and we also watched, I think it was called, is it called First Night? Whatever that like medieval <laughs> movie is. I don't even know what it was called. I don't remember what it was about, but I remember we had to watch it. No, we watched Passion of the Christ. We watched Jesus of Nazareth, which I tell everyone the most wild thing about that movie is that they CGI took out his nipples. Because apparently (laughs) JC did not have nipples. So we're watching and we're like, where are his nipples? And they were gone. (laughs) So apparently that was too much for us to see. I had to watch Dances with Wolves and that's just a shit movie. Um, <laughs> in religion in Carney, my last year that I was at Carney with Orange Terry Fox, um, my religion teacher really didn't want to teach us religion, so he let us watch all the religious Simpson episodes, and we had to take notes the whole time during it, and then we had to put them in the recycling bin as we were walking out, and he <laughs> them. 
What an icon. Yeah, That's amazing. His family, like his whole family were teachers in the Catholic school system. So I'm pretty sure he was just like there. Like, like obviously he was like Catholic, but I'm pretty sure he just was like, whatever. Uh, okay, next question is from Lannister Maxwell. Hello, broadcast. Is an engagement ring a good Christmas gift? No. No. Um, no. Is this no. is this pressing? Like, is he is he doing this? He says, "I say no." Others around me say yes. No, it's well, not. It's, it's a yeah, hard no for me. No, don't do it because it's your proposal, and it'll be kind of tainted by the whole time. You didn't really want to do it. If anything goes wrong or something's weird, so just do what you want. It's your proposal. Well, I think that a lot of people will do what they do that because they can't figure out a better gift, and they're like, "I'm pretty." Maybe sure. I was going to do this at some point. I specifically <laughs> said to Jeff before we got engaged, I was like. Do not propose on Christmas. I will kill you. <laughs> well, Reasonable now, reaction, obviously. Now we know his background. He probably would have done that. Um, I think Jackson and Elliot proposed to their girlfriends at Christmas last year. <laughs> did they not? They did. Val? <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right. They definitely <laughs> did both get engaged like last December. <laughs> like I don't know specifically if it was that, but I don't think it's a good gift. No, like, obviously that's not, you don't just I think that if you do it in lieu of a gift, that's stupid. But I do kind of understand some people are like, oh, I wanted to do it with, like, family and a bunch of families around. And it's like, whatever. Do whatever you want. It better be huge. The rock better be, like, bigger than expected if you're proposing on Christmas. Like, make that shit huge. (laughs) You see Ariana Grande's ring? Oh my god, it's so ugly. It's It's massive, though. Yeah, it's massive, but it's so ugly. (laughs) Um, yeah, like, do what you want. I also, like, I do get the people who want their families around. Um, I don't like public spectacle in any way. (laughs) I would rather fucking die. (laughs) Like, I would just, I would probably faint if that happened to me because of the pressure. Um, so yeah, like, don't, don't do that. Just know your partner well enough that you can yeah. figure out what they want. If they're like a Christmas freak and love Christmas, they might love a proposal on Christmas. But I also feel like any situation, like the thing about like it being pressure is that like I also passionately believe that like you should not be proposing unless you know the answer would be yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no reason you should be like springing marriage on someone if you haven't discussed it earlier. Like, a hundred percent. Also, never ever propose at a sporting event oh. on camera. It's gross. You know, okay, so the Canucks did one a couple years ago and it was a partnership with I think Doritos. So they gave, the guy gave the girl a bouquet of Doritos. No. Oh, yes. oh no. <laughs> I need to find it. I would be like, no. Even if I really like love the person and wanted to, I'd be like, no. <laughs> no one likes Doritos that much why oh here it is okay i'm gonna send it to you at least is sam talking you don't need to watch it (laughs) i just i can't wrap my head around getting proposed to in front of eighteen thousand people that i don't know like it would be horrendous oh yeah get it sounds horrible i would say no just on principle oh she proposed to him Oh, I, I guess just so. feel like it's oh, kind of you need any advice on turning down a proposal um, because your partner did it at Christmas and you weren't a fan of that, um, contact Danny. 
She's got plenty of experience. I'll, I'm cheap too. <laughs> I charge, but it's affordable. <laughs> Side hustle. Uh, um, I hated that. I hated all of that. <laughs> and I'm not someone who like thinks that women can't propose to men. I just that the Doritos. I fucking hate that. I hope she doesn't listen to our podcast. I think it's great. I actually, I think that it would have been a lot worse if he would have proposed to her with the Doritos. Because <laughs> he's probably not that, like, hung up about it. Yeah. That's true. I just That's don't like totally it. true. So if you were gonna do it, it should be him. I mean, it should be her on to him. Lolo. Okay, last Christmas question is from Robert Mensch. Would you rather eat a latka? made by Quinn Hughes, or a Christmas cookie baked by Adam Gaudet and Michaela cannot help? I say the latke because I don't think that, like, it has as much chance of giving me salmonella. I love latkes, actually. They're I feel like good. you would just burn it. It would be fine. Oh, that's true. Burnt anything just tastes burnt, so. I'm with Georgia. I love latkes. They're so good. Uh, yeah. I also, yeah. There's no, no stipulation that there's no stipulation that Ellen can't help him, so I feel Oh, thank okay. God. Yes, Ellen, <laughs> so the please. Did you see the question that someone put in that was like, I can't remember who it was. They were like, who would win in a fight? And it was like, Mal's future stepson in the picture above. <laughs> yes! I'm so glad that we have started a campaign. Campaign to get, get Ellen Hughes with Ellen to leave her husband for Mal. <laughs> It's really the only campaign that matters. Right yeah, now. really. Now that we've fucking lost Danny on The Bachelor. <laughs> I did get an email for a casting call for some random dating show that they didn't say the name of. And it's like in the States and it's by Emmy Award winning like producers. That's like all you can know. And I was like, this is weird. <gasps> I wonder if it was Love is Blind season two. Shit. But unfortunately, I'm happy. If I wasn't happy, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to send this. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm, I'm happy. Out. But unfortunately, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, moving on to random questions. Steve C. asks, or he says, this is inspired by at Shawnee West 234's high school mascot post. What was your graduation song? Time of your life, one. Green Day. We didn't have one. I didn't, didn't have, have one. Um, you guys didn't have a graduation song? No. The songs that we played, like, I don't remember the graduation song, but the songs, like, we partied to. Um, the Sopranos, I graduated in 2008, and The Sopranos just ended, so Don't Stop Believin' was on, like, a big revival, and that was, like, the song everywhere. That on, like, party buses and everything, which was, like, Okay, I just remember being like, what the fuck is wrong with every white idiot here? Like, we're all just stupid. And also, Flo Rider's Low. <laughs> that was a big song at the time, and we all love that. And I still have it on my workout playlist, no joke. We had Time of Your Life, and then that was when there was a song by... Okay, we also had Nicki Minaj Super Bass, but then um, there was a song, what was that group called? fun or something yeah some nights i think i remember i remember being 
uh, it being like 4 a.m. at Castle Fun Park, because that's where we had our dry grad, <laughs> and laying on the <laughs> mini, <laughs> mini golf <laughs> fake grass, <laughs> being like, yeah, we'll never, we'll never lose touch. I haven't talked to a single person from my grad class <laughs> in years. Okay, Ethan asks, what's your favorite song from Evermore? I haven't listened yet. So I have Body No Crime. Answer. Yeah, No Body No Crime, probably. Body No Crime. I don't like it nearly as much as Folklore. Same. I think No Body No Crime is basically the only song I really like on there. I, I saw concur. someone. I saw someone tweet, like, she went from, on Reputation, she says, like, if a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing to if a man talks shit, then I'll kill him. And I was like, yeah, that's accurate. Uh, Danielle asks, breakfast foods, sweet versus salty? I, get my, I, have a, I have a breakfast food, and it's Belgian waffles with strawberries and whipped cream, and I eat it, like, for dinner and all the time, and, like, everything. It's the best. So sweet. Yeah, I'd probably say sweet, because I really like French toast. Yeah. Ooh, I am hardcore salty. I love, uh, I live in Lonsdale. There's a place called Lyft. It is the best place you can ever go. They're opening a new one in Kits. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> they make the best eggs benny that I've ever had in my life. Ooh, eggs benny is really good. And they have it on, and I didn't like hollandaise sauce before, but they have, so they don't do it on um, English muffins. They do it on potato roasties. So like essentially a hash brown then it's the best eggs you've ever had on top of caramelized onions and um, bacon. That's maple syrup bacon or maple bacon. And then the best hollandaise sauce you will ever have in your life. And I dream about that all the time. Um, Salty. I mean, like I go to this place that has like tomato and avocado eggs Benedict, but I don't eat meat. So there's like no ham or whatever. Um, and then also, um, just like breakfast potatoes are really great. It's just like breakfast is the best, best kind of food. All breakfast food is great. I, I agree. I do love French toast. My mom makes it and it reminds me of being a kid because it's just like her thing, but. I also agree. Um, I am much more inclined towards salty. If I have a bad day, I will have, I will just make a pack of bacon and have like just the bacon and red wine. That's what I do when I have a bad day. And there are like so many good brunch places, but my my favorite thing to do is to go to Denny's and get a Grand Slam. But two of my four things, I get the Denny's hash browns, like oh, yes. burnt extra crispy. Yes. They're so good. Yes. They're so good. Have you guys ever been to a Waffle House? Or no. No. Okay. I do, but like, I'm also... To be fair about like <laughs> my potential biases, I'm I'm like Sam. I'm not like a sweet tooth person. Like I, I tend to go for like chips. I will eat an entire bag of chips. I can eat probably like a piece of chocolate and be like, Meh. what was that sound? <laughs> I mean, the irony is I'm telling you I don't have a sweet tooth and I'm eating an entire cake, but. That doesn't. That I mean, I definitely think I can eat larger quantities of salty things, but I live with someone who I cannot comprehend the amount of sugary foods this man eats. <laughs> like, I do not understand, and it's. I say it all the time because he's French. It's concerning. So, 
<laughs> like I don't understand. I love them both and I just love to eat, so. Ask Air Sign Menace's question. Okay, we'll end off on this. How do y'all manage to be the most iconic people on Canucks Twitter? What is in your secret sauce that makes y'all so amazing? It's my name, Danny, Danielle. We know this. <laughs> um, we're petty bitches. The secret sauce is um, alcohol. Yes, that's very true. I'm going to stick with the answer I gave her on Twitter, which is that... <laughs> I read her tweets dragging Jamie Ben that we read on the episode that one time. And I bring that energy to everything that I do. So basically what Georgia said, petty bitches. Okay, and we'll end off there. Thanks for submitting your questions. If we didn't get to yours, hopefully we will next month. And we will see you in 2021. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Love you. Bye.